Hello, everyone. This is Eric Pennington, and welcome to the Spirit of EQ podcast. We're glad that you've tuned in. A few things we wanted to tell you at the beginning of the show, and that's this podcast was created to be a tool to help you, primarily to discover and grow your EQ. Science and our own lived experiences confirm that the better we are at managing our emotions, the better we're going to be at making decisions, which leads to a better life. And that's something we all want. We're glad that you've taken out the time today to listen and hope that something that you hear will lead to a breakthrough. Hey, one last thing. We'd really appreciate a review on whichever platform you use to listen. And if you want to, leave some comments about what you heard today, as well as follow and subscribe. That way you won't miss a single episode as we continue this journey. And with that, the show begins. Welcome, everyone. This is Eric Pennington, and this is the Spirit of EQ podcast. Life is a journey. Spirit of EQ helps shape and guide the road ahead for individuals, leaders, teams, and organizations striving to realize their full potential through emotional intelligence. Spirit of EQ is a coaching and consulting company that assists individuals and businesses to reach their full potential by developing emotional intelligence. In business, managers and leaders recognize the value of training to develop leadership skills. What they may not realize is that those skills are far more effective when they pay attention to not only performance, but also to people. Emotional intelligence is a crucial skill because people drive performance and emotions drive people. After this podcast, listen for a special opportunity to learn more. Today, we're going to be talking about the spiritual, especially as it relates to connectedness and beyond. And joining me today, as always, is Jeff East. Hi, Jeff. Hello. How's everybody today? I'm doing great. And this is really going to be a cool uh, episode because we have someone whom we care a great deal about, Jeff, who's going to be joining us to talk about the spiritual side of things, specifically something called spiritual emotional intelligence. So without further ado, on the line with us right now, we have Lynette Vave. Hi, Lynette. Hi, Eric. Hi, Jeff. Hello. So how are you today, Lynette? I am well, thank you. And I'm happy to be here with you guys talking about spiritual emotional intelligence. Cool, cool. Well, we really appreciate it. Let's jump right in. Lynette, we use the term spiritual emotional intelligence and maybe short the SEQ. I know that that typically gets thrown around in our world. So what led uh, you to develop the SEQ profile and maybe looking at uh, that from the spiritual side? How, how was it important? What, what kind of was the catalyst for you to do that? Well, it's actually a story that I'm going to shorten by a lot, Eric and <laughs> Jeff, so that it doesn't go on too long. But essentially, two years ago, um, my husband Jim and I were in Italy and an hour after we landed, our suitcases were stolen from our car, his passport, um, everything else, computers, iPads, everything. Oh, my. So we, we each have a background in different kinds of um, spiritual things. Jim's actually a spiritual director. We both had some training with another group in, in spiritual intelligence by itself. 
And of course, we know that spiritual intelligence builds on emotional intelligence. So going through that experience, uh, we landed in Italy and we were immediately at a an organization that Spirit of EQ is affiliated with, Six Seconds, which is a global nonprofit dedicated to spreading the practice of emotional intelligence. And interestingly enough, their byline is to create a world of more insight, connection, and purpose. They hadn't tagged on that byline two years ago, but that sort of evolved in our work with SEQ. And I don't know that it was related, but it was one of those very interesting coincidences at the same time. But long story short, having lost everything, how do we come to a place of calm in the midst of crisis? And I think that's one of the things that had been something Jim and I had been working on, practicing. And, you know, in that moment, when we returned to our rental car, saw the broken window and that everything was gone, Mm -hmm. we looked over the top of the car at each other and just burst out laughing. (laughs) <laughs> and there were there were many instances where I would like to say I maintained calm better than I did. But essentially walking through that experience and then joining the rest of the, the crew from six seconds that happened to be in Italy at the time, we had a chance to really navigate our emotions and use all those skills of emotional intelligence. But we also knew there was something more. And our CEO, Josh Friedman, the CEO of six seconds, came to us at that time because we had just said to him, we want to become more involved with emotional intelligence and six seconds. How do we do that? And as a preferred partner, Spirit of EQ at the time, Jim and I both had other jobs and we were sort of doing this on the side. And at that time, after a few days, Josh thought about it and he said, what if you guys help us develop a spiritual emotional intelligence assessment? And so that's really the genesis of it, Eric. And then, of course, many things developed after that. But that was the real seed that that grew into fruition later. Well, I've just got to go back a little bit to the part where you laughed after the discovery. That's pretty uh, that's pretty compelling. I obviously left a mark on you as a catalyst, right? It really did. I remember thinking, you know, this is where the rubber meets the road. And in the six seconds model, I always find the choose yourself to be the one that brings me back to center because I'm not doing so well there. So I need to keep reviewing that and coming back to it. So in that moment, looking over the car, it's like, all right, you're not doing a presentation now. This is real. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, Lynette, I, I have a question for you. Could you sure, Jeff. maybe define the way that that we're using the word spiritual so that people have an understanding of exactly what we're talking about? You know, I had a feeling you guys were going to ask me some of the (laughs) definitions. So I just brought my computer up to make sure I could do that because my memory is not perfect. I, I get it in the ballpark. But specifically, when we're using the term spiritual here, it means relating to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or spiritual things. And that's interesting you bring that up because we always want to make sure our definitions are aligned, that people understand what we mean. In, in Six Sigma terms from some of my old work, um, we call that an operational definition. So, you know, very important that we understand what we're talking about when we talk about spiritual. So one of the things that – or maybe uh, – that I'm sure that has crossed the mind or is crossing the mind of those that are listening. Well, what are the benefits of tapping into the spiritual side, Lynette? I mean, what are, what are some of the things that will 
produce fruit for that that individual as it relates to that? When we started working on the SEQ profile, the two words that kept coming up for us were alignment and connection. And you mentioned connection earlier. So, you know, we we delved more into connection. But when we talk about the spiritual component, so obviously we know that emotional intelligence is undergirding all of this. So that's kind of a given. But when we add the spiritual component, it gives us another dimension of bringing our whole selves into life. And without the spiritual and, and the definition that we use, you know, it doesn't have to be a particular religious faith structure. But without acknowledging that we have a spiritual component, just like with emotional intelligence, when we don't acknowledge emotions, when we don't acknowledge the human spirit and how that is involved in everyday life, we're missing information. We're missing data about how to more fluidly and effectively live the full life that we want. One of the things that makes me, um, I go back in time a little bit, uh, I remember serving on a panel one of the questions of the audience was, you know, so so what are the areas that you think need to be addressed, you know, as we're going through life and our career? And, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, that we're, we're made in maybe three components, right? The, the mental, the emotional, the physical, and um, the spiritual. And yes. I follow that up by saying, guys, notice I said spiritual. Mm. <laughs> This is nothing to be afraid of, and your employer shouldn't be afraid of it, and you shouldn't be afraid of it. Nobody's going to convert you or try to turn you into uh, whatever. And I think that that does get ignored. So your your advice there, your, your insights are right on the money. What do you think as it relates to, you know, someone who might be in that mode of like, whoa, you mentioned spiritual. I don't think we can – how do you address that person maybe who maybe is a little skeptical about the idea of addressing the spiritual? So I guess I would say, first of all, um, you know, reiterating what you said, Eric, we're not asking you to do anything that that doesn't align with who you are. Absolutely not. But as you consider, can you ever imagine times that there were things that you couldn't explain logically or even by connecting to your emotions? Were there still some was there even a tiny component of something that you couldn't explain or that you couldn't come to understanding of? What's going on with me internally, even not only externally and in relationships and in, you know, what's going on in the world, but I don't understand how to explain this. I can't find words. I can't find concepts. I can't find any other structure other than to acknowledge there's, there's another part of me that doesn't fit what I know. Yeah, Jeff mentioned it and I maybe touched a little bit. You guys developed the, the this SEQ profile and. Yeah. Within that, can you give a brief description for the audience, uh, our listeners, as to what what is that? Could you kind of break it down a little bit? Sure. The, the profile actually has two main parts, and there's a model that we're using, and it's it's got a couple of pieces in there. And so what's most important, I think, in terms of, you know, what the whole point of SEQ is, you know, that we emotional intelligence, spiritual emotional intelligence is the capacity to utilize spiritual and emotional insight to create a full and meaningful life. So the goal of the profile is to help people increase that understanding spiritually and emotionally to use it in their lives. So the top part of the profile talks about those domains of life and those are awareness, which is your ability to connect with yourself 
and your effect in the world without judgment or bias. So that sounds like a clinical definition, but if you just think of awareness as, okay, this is about me, my connection with myself. Belonging is the ability to connect with others in a way that creates beneficial community for all. That's my connection with those, we use the term familiar others, for lack of a better term, but most people Mm -hmm. get that. You know, this is their close relationships, maybe close friends, family, and so forth. And then the last domain is insight. And officially, it means the ability to understand that beyond what can be seen or felt is something greater than ourselves that connects us to the larger world. So typically, when I'm talking about insight, I said this is your horizontal and vertical vertical connection to the larger world. So whether you have a particular faith structure or not, that's what insight is. Hmm. And so at the top of the model, we're talking about, okay, these types of connections and how they're balanced within and between each other is really what we talk about when we're referring to alignment as this whole thing is pointing toward alignment. So how do we get there? And so the drivers in the top of the model are what helps us with that. And those are direction, balance, and service. And I won't go into the full definitions, but these are those drivers that help us balance between each one of these life domains, between insight and awareness, between insight and belonging, and between belonging and insight. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do we keep this in alignment, in balance between each one of these life domains so that one of them doesn't take over? We we know, listeners, we have you at a disadvantage because we don't have the visual, but um, there are areas you can go to specifically at the, the Spirit of EQ website, and you can look at that. Uh, I believe it's on the homepage, I believe, Jeff, is it not? I think so. So you can look at sort of um, sort of the diagram at a high level. From that perspective, Lynette, let's maybe move a little bit to the personal, right? Um, okay. For you directly. Uh, what's been the impact for you, uh, Lynette? Dave. You know, I would have to say is it's I was thinking about this illustration. You know, when you go start looking at cars, when it's time to buy a new car and and you come down to a couple of models and then you finally decide on the one. You might not purchase it yet. It might be a few months before you're ready to do that. But then you start to see that car everywhere you go on the road yes. and you notice it differently than you ever did before. And so this whole concept of, you know, connection with yourself connection with familiar others, connection with the world at large. While people are using different terms, I'm seeing it pop up everywhere. So for me personally, it's being able to connect more readily with other models, other concepts, other people, and that whole concept of us all being connected in the larger world is becoming more strong for me. Part of that's the work that I do in traveling around the world occasionally, but also understanding that no matter what the specific faith structure, we are all connected. And showing that and understanding that is a game changer for me in terms of you know, prejudices, fears, assumptions, biases, And it's an ongoing work, of course, because those continue to be uncovered. One of the things I think that really pops up for me is I having the visual of what the model look like looks Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. I know how I feel when I'm pretty sure my belonging bubble is not aligned with everything else. And that means to me that I'm pulling away from the intimate relationships. The larger world is a lot easier to work with. It's less Threatening is a strong word there, but it takes less energy sometimes than investing in the people that I love 
on a more intentional level, a closer, deeper, more vulnerable level. Mm-hmm. And connection with myself, I find easier. That belonging bubble is the one that is the most, the largest area of growth for me. One thing that really kind of leaps out to me, uh, Lynette, is the idea that, you know, this is a very dynamic tool or experience, whatever you want to use as the descriptor, where a person is not just doing a profile and that's who you are and the end of story. Am I right in that? Absolutely, Eric. So, you know, the point of a profile is great. Okay. But that's cognitive knowledge. So what do we do with cognitive knowledge if we're not going to use it to make changes that enhance our lives and the lives of those around us? There is a lot more. There's really no point Mm -hmm. when we go on in terms of wanting to live a, a more full and meaningful life. You know, it's interesting too. The and and I what I love about this profile is that it allows a person's individuality to to come through. I know we touched a little bit about it. It's it's faith neutral. It doesn't you know tell you that you must be X or must be Y. And I think that opens people up to kind of getting a little bit more connected to all those areas that you just described there. We hope so. That's that's a very intentional piece of this because we want, you know, with my understanding of connection around the world, we want people to be able to use this tool no matter what their faith structure is. And so, you know, it's critical that they feel safe in considering these concepts and accepted no matter where they're coming from. So that's really an important component to me that that. The tool is very, very flexible. And, you know, at six seconds when we're using tools, we often say these psychometric instruments are a snapshot in time. Mm -hmm. So they will show very often, you know, something that's going on in your recent life. Although there are correctors in the assessments to correct for, you know, recent bias and so forth, we still want to be cognizant of the fact that as we change and grow due to the, the principle of neuroplasticity, we know that there can be changes. And so it's something that we can watch. It's something that we can choose to work on or be very happy with where we are. And so part of the tool gives at the bottom of the report, we have the SEQ tiles, we call them. And they're simply things like encouragement or Mm -hmm. resonance or authenticity, ways that we can clearly recognize, okay, this is, this is where I am right now. These are the three tiles that are I'm, I'm running the most. But if I wanted to change something, where might I want to focus my efforts to accomplish that end, whatever it is? Let's transition a little bit. Jeff, maybe if you want to touch a little bit about your experience with okay. SEQ and, you know, time allow, maybe I'll touch on some of mine. And Lynette, we may even have a few surprises before we're all done here. <laughs> Sounds good to me. What I like about the, the uh, profile is – how it does show how you're connecting to things. And if you get a little bit out of a line, recently I realized I was connected too much to something that I love doing as a volunteer. It takes a lot of time, but that connection to that was drawing me away from other connections like concentrate on career, work kind of thing, concentrate on family. So I made the decision for right now that I had to back away from this volunteer thing because it was defining too much of what I was doing and taking too much time. So that's one example. I I also agree with Lynette that 
keeping this stuff in 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 the front of my mind is a great thing because it allows me to fully see people that I'm working with or being around as valuable people. She mentioned the word prejudices, prejudging that I don't do that with people and it's it's helping me along those lines. It's it's just a great tool to to help you make these. It it's just I really like it. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell <laughs> that, Jeff. So maybe from my perspective, I'll go at it from a little different angle. And I know, Lynette, you've kind of heard this from me before. There's a big part of me just about anything that I approach is, well, why am I bothering doing this? Why am I bothering taking the assessment? Why am I bothering looking at this? And what what I found is this was a tool that helped me uh, with my awareness of where I land as Eric Pennington. And again, the essence of me, you know, that my soul, if you will, and taking a look at it and going, how can this make me more authentic in all of those areas, right? And how what we do is really impacted by how connected we are to those those domains. And I really wanted to see that. And which I have found with just about every assessment that I've done through Spirit of EQ is that they are always so spot on for that snapshot in time. Mm -hmm. And I came away from looking at mine and going, you know, I, I agree, number one. And then number two, I've got a pathway to help navigate where I'm at. I gotta tell you, being a former corporate guy, I, I spent a lot of time just blowing through stuff. And telling myself that because of my title, my money, my car, my this, my that, that I'm all good. I'm so thankful that the awakening came it before <laughs> too long. But these are these uh, tools that have kind of really impacted me and helped me understand about the true value of connectedness. So that's kind of my personal. So Lynette, as we uh, are coming into the to the home stretch, if you threw out one thing to a listener. Maybe some small bit of advice as it relates to SEQ that they could take away today and go, mm, yeah, I, I, that, that's a good idea. What, what would you throw out? You know, I think I would say take a look at where you are. Take a look at your relationship to yourself, your relationship to the people close to you, and your relationship to the world at large. And that can include the vertical connection if you believe in that. Are you happy with where you are? And if you're not, what's your commitment to doing something about that? And would you like some help with that? That's great advice. So with that, I think we've come close to the end, Jeff, unless you've got anything else you want to throw out. Just a, if you have any questions or anything, you can contact us through the Spirit of EQ website or our emails, jeff at spiritofeq.com or eric at spiritofeq.com. EQ.com, and we would be more than happy to talk with you about it. Absolutely. Lynette, we really, really appreciate your time and your insights today. It's, uh, it's deeply appreciated. Thank you, Eric, and thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for subscribing and listening to the Spirit of EQ podcast with Jeff East and Eric Pennington. Spirit of EQ is a preferred partner of Six Seconds, the Emotional Intelligence Network. Six Seconds is a nonprofit organization researching what works in emotional intelligence. 
Best practices are shared through methods and tools that are global, scientific, and transformational. To find out more about Spirit of EQ or to request a speaker, go to spiritofeq.com. Our contact information is in the podcast show notes as well. And now for our special offer. Hi, this is Jeff again. I just want to let everybody know that if you have any questions or want more information about anything we've talked about, just send me a quick email. My email is jeff at spiritofeq.com, and I'll get right back with you. Thanks. Hi, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with The Spirit of EQ. I'm not introducing a new episode today. I'm here to tell you some things that might help you. Jeff, you're with me as always. So. Yes. How do people get in touch with us? Well, the best way is just send us an email at info at spiritofeq.com. That's awesome. Jeff, I was also thinking about reviews, and I'm notoriously bad at asking for them. So reviews on all of the platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, you think that'd be good? I think that would be great because, one, that will help us learn how to make better ones. And it's always good for us. So we're, we're not the perfect podcast host. We're close. Okay, all but, right, but, but not, still, not totally. We want perfect. your feedback. We want your feedback. But it it also might uh, let us know a new subject. Hey, we need to dig deeper into that. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Cool. We really appreciate that. As always, too, there is social media: LinkedIn, Facebook, and we also have a YouTube channel. Those also have mechanisms or, or options for you to be able to leave a comment, a like, or those kind of things. Just want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with us. Right, Jeff? Right. We appreciate you all. Thank you. Once again, we really appreciate you tuning in today. One of the things that Jeff and I want to bring to your attention as well is that when we created this podcast, it was not intended to take the place of a clinician. In other words, if you find yourself in a place where there's something deeper going on or something that you cannot solve on your own, we do recommend that you reach out to a clinician of some sort. This podcast is purely opinion-based, and it is rooted in the desire to help you along your path in whatever way we can. However, it is never going to replace, nor should it ever be looked at as a replacement for clinical help in any way. Thanks again for tuning in.